A little bit happened on the show today. We're going to catch up with Smook and talk sport. Also, I had to want to address something that came up on the Triple Essence Facebook page. Uh, no, the community page as well, actually. Uh, and then, of course, electricity prices. They're going to be decreasing across the nation except for one state. And I bet you can guess what it is. It's all coming up in the catch-up. Bye-bye. Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. Feels good. Big weekend of sport, and we like to cover it with our good old mate, Smook. How are you going there, mate? Morning, Shawnee. I'm going very well, my friend. How are you? I'm going okay. Uh, I'm glad to hear that you're not volatile, you're not spitting at me, like a particular MCG pitch on the weekend, which was an absolute travesty. This match at, by the way, Australia's premier sporting venue, a cricket match had to be abandoned, WA versus Victoria. Yeah, we're three weeks out from the Boxing Day test, the biggest match on the calendar, and uh, the pitch is unsafe to play on at the current point in time. So uh, it's not a good sign. It was a bit of a strange one. Um, it was Sean Marsh and uh, and the Stein just absolutely peppered. These balls were just pitching on a good length and hitting them in the head. Mm. Um, it was pretty scary to see, really, Sean, and um, common sense prevailed in the end. The two captains got together. They had a chat with the umpires. They had a chat with the curators. They tried, they tried their best to get the pitch in the decent nick, but it just wasn't happening. It was far so dangerous. There was apparently visible divots out of the pitch. So I'm not sure what's going on over the MCG at the moment, Sean, but not great. I think um, from, from all reports, from what I've read, there was a bit of moisture. They really tried to soak it. It just didn't dry out. So they had this yeah. sort of hard and top and then a bit soft. And yeah. Once that broke away, it was very soft. and I mean, Just crumbled to pieces a little bit. We're talking about a pretty... Uh, village medium pacer, hey diddle siddle, on his banana diet. He's making them come up at the head at a, a rate of knots, so you know there's something wrong there. Well, and, that's and probably the, that's the gauge, isn't it? When Peter Siddle's getting them come off a good length and hit you in the melon, then uh, <laughs> things things are not quite right. It's also really interesting because the MCG traditionally, well, not recent history, has been a very benign pitch. It, it couldn't do anything. We're talking a lot of draws and everything in other test matches, and yet this one seemed like one space in mid the ball. Yeah, no, they, usually they just get shuffled straight and chuck it down in the middle of the pitch, and that's what they play on. But it seems like they've gone out to the outback and, and chucked in something from the middle of uh, uh, Baghdad and just chuck it down there, and there's, <laughs> few there's mind going off everywhere. <laughs> a few landmines for sure. Uh, look, Ooh. yeah, let's just, fingers crossed, we get a game, a good test match for the Boxing Day test, and we don't want to see those Kiwis facing Mitchell Stark and the ball jumping oh, off. That, it's seriously dangerous. Yeah. And let's look forward to the uh, Perth test this week as well, because that's, uh, that's going to be an exciting one, day-night test in Perth, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Stark and Cummins and Hazelwood swinging that pink ball under lights against decent opposition for a change. Yeah, it'll be interesting because New Zealand are coming off a really good test series against England. They wiped the floor with them. Watling was good. Absolutely. Williamson, you know, he's class. That's their batsman. And then they've still yeah. got the bolt man, the lightning bolt. Yeah, so, yep. very, very good lineup in New Zealand side. Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. Feels good. 3-0 for the glory, boys. Zip. Um, We've been we've been ragging them out a little bit. Some of them questioning whether they're uh, they're up to it this year, but they've given us a big old slap in the face, a big uh, big watch this space, you boys, and uh, a big three 0 win. Um, and it was, uh, I believe, your man Bruno Fornaroli. Oh, Bruno, he's, he's, all, he's all of our man, um, and and a new man on the block. It's his first start for the season for the Perth Glory. Um, Tommy Machella, 
and you're going to have to forgive my pronunciation if that's not correct. Mm. But that's as good as we're getting this morning. And, and our own goal was the uh, was the third one, and a pretty dominant performance from McGlory against Melbourne, who are sitting second on the ladder at the moment and have been flying. Yeah, I tell you what, once you score early, and I think Glory scored within 20 minutes of the game starting, uh, once you score early, Popovich, I mean, he's already defensive man as it is. He gets one goal up and everyone's heading back. They're all sprinting back yep. to their own goal. They're parking the bus almost. I mean, it was play... a tight, tight yeah. defensive line. It looked like us uh, at Down at Revolution Sports <laughs> playing indoor soccer a few years ago. It was, it was that good defending. That's how impressive it was. Lost, lost about 10 finals in about... Yeah, one premiership in 10 years. It's a sad old record. We're yes. good at losing finals. Sure. You know who's good at winning finals? The Perth Wildcats. How about oh, that for a segue? And they also had a few question marks. And they were, although sitting second on the ladder, they'd had a few really disappointing performances, namely against the Cairns Taipans. They bounced back in style. Uh, they beat uh, Sydney FC on, on Friday night. Really smashed them as well. Said Andrew Bogart, take that. And then won last uh, yesterday against the Phoenix. Yeah, it was a really good weekend for the Wildcat, Sean. And I took I took myself down to the jungle on Friday night. Did you put my put my Red Army work on and um, did a little bit of inside scouting for the show? Um, so, I, I what I saw was seriously impressive. And and everyone's been talking about the Sydney Kings and how they're the Premiership favourites. And they were eleven and one going into the weekend, and they have been the dominant team. But the Wildcats um, they stepped up to the plate big time. Um, they dominated the rebounds and that was the difference really they had everyone firing they had Bryce Totten they had Tarico White they had Nick Kay Clint Stone or the sniper got going he's had a good weekend he got going um and it was just it was just a dominant performance and then they came out again yesterday against Melbourne and southeast Melbourne and did the same similar thing um they smashed and they had two and oh from the weekend um and and on the flip side Sydney lost both of their games they lost to hands yesterday as well so um, what was a four game margin at the top of the ladder has now been trimmed back to two and um, the competition's looking very interesting yeah, and all of a sudden uh, the Perth Wildcats the dom- most dominant team in NBL history have got their tails up and, and they're looking to fire in the back half of the season If you haven't got involved with the NBL do it now, it's on SBS and you can catch it on SBN oh, as well great. because every game has been really tight, I've never seen a closer year of NBL so make sure you get around it Mate we've run out of time, I know you need to get off and start doing some work or something or other you keep your indoor soccer skills up uh, I'll catch you again later this week and we'll talk we about New Zealand versing the Aussies. We shall indeed, we'll lose another indoor soccer final <laughs> Catch you mate Let's turn the feel good back on. Sean for breakfast. Esperance is 7.47. I refuse to talk over the top of a whistle. That's Pat Benatar and Love is a Battlefield on Sean for Breakfast. Esperance is 7.47, Triple M. And late last week on Friday, there was a very special outside broadcast done at the Travs where Harvey Norman had their very special discount pop-up store. Now, I won't go into the sale or the business side of things, but Harvey Norman, that business from Albany, were very generous and gave a $1,000 donation to the local SES services. This is Scott from Harvey Norman. Uh, let's just want to say, you know, we've come over to Esperance. We want to make sure we give to the community as well. You're a fantastic community. What you do is incredible. Wouldn't want to do it myself. Scared the hell of a big fire. But... <laughs> and the, the ocean? Got a, left, I got a fishing rod. Mate, out there. <laughs> okay. You guys are incredible. So on behalf of Harvey Norman, we want to give you a thousand dollars. Wow. Thank so, you so very much. Not a problem, mate. Thank you. 
plans for, well, we didn't think it would be this much, but we have plans for it already. That's Glenn from Esmond's SES Services receiving a $1,000 donation, a cheque from Harvey Norman at their pop-up store on Friday. Now, this business, the Harvey Norman, is based in Albany, and that is the source of some contention, some Tension, especially on Facebook. I posted that video of Glenn receiving the check on the Essence Community Facebook page, and yeah, there were some people that that weren't weren't too happy. There were comments on there like, "Oh, Triple M, you should be shopping local." People having go at the SES for <laughs> receiving the one thousand dollar check. Now, I want to address Triple M and our involvement. We legally cannot turn away business. It's discrimination, folks. So when someone comes to us and says they want to advertise, we have to do it. If they say we want to do an outside broadcast, we have to do it. And you know what? I actually don't mind that there's a little bit of competition because at the end of the day, more competition is better for the consumers, for the people of Esperance who want to buy these stuff, whatever it may be. Uh, and without revenue, without us accepting this business, the radio station wouldn't function. And sadly, there isn't enough around town to contribute and make this a viable radio station. So if we turn away business, it's a bad precedent, you could end up with no Triple M Esperance radio, which I think would be a really shame because we do like to cover all the local topics and I think the more local content we've got around town, the better. And with the SES, I mean, come on. You're not going to turn away a $1,000 check, right, because it's not a local business. If anything, it's actually better that they're foreign. It means that the money isn't coming from Esperance, folks. It's coming from somewhere else. I mean, the more money from out of the region, the better, especially when it's a donation to our SES service. So people that are getting really hot and bothered, and especially on Facebook, blacks, think it through and take it from a logical Angled. Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. And there are some super scary things in this world. Vampires, boogeymen, werewolves, but there's nothing scarier than the household bill. But there is some good news when it comes to electricity bills. Apparently they're going to fall in the next few years. Uh, that's in South Australia, Tasmania, Victoria, New South Wales, in Queensland. They're going to have decreased bills, which is absolutely terrific. Sadly, there's only two territories or states that don't get the, uh, the price decrease. Uh, that is the Northern Territory and, of course, you guessed it, WA. And yeah, you guessed it. We live in the state of WA. It means we don't get the power in, uh, decreases. Uh, there is a Australian Energy Market Commission which says investment in battery, wind and solar power will provide the, in, in inverted commas, optimal mix to deliver electricity at lowest price. There won't be any more investment in coal and other places like that. It'll be more renewables. Sadly, WA, for some reason, and I don't get this, I've been trying to figure out, but because gas won't because gas prices will increase somehow our electricity isn't going to decrease riddle me that i don't understand it either but apparently we will it's going to get a little bit easier only a slight increase but still an increase nonetheless maybe it's time to move to the eastern states nah no way this is madonna for breakfast catch up on triple m Bye-bye. Have a good time. Listen to Short for Breakfast wherever you are. Download the Triple M app now.